Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Artsy Fartsy Immigrants. This is episode 63. And we are on Skype. My friend Moritz Batschheider, how are you? Hello, I'm great. We are on Skype, and but I'm also pretty happy because I think we can tell people. We saw each other today in person. We made love. <laughs> no, we did not. We, we, we also wore masks, etc. Masks, etc. Um, but I didn't realize that before that because we haven't seen each other in like, yeah, four or five weeks now, I guess. Yeah, I was thinking about the last time, I guess, I forgot what episode it was, but I came over to your place and we ended up playing some... Mm -hmm. Was that the same day that we ended up playing... Um, Super Smash Brothers together on my Switch. Yes, we were recording here, but that's no, 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 no. It wasn't the Switch one. The last one that we did was when you tried out the camera. Yeah, exactly. Right. That was like yeah. a daytime recording. That was really fun. Yeah. So yeah, today has been the first time in a few weeks that we that we got to catch up and and see each other mano y mano. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this this might sound super cheesy, but I realized today, um, after I realized how long we have not seen each other in person, that this really was a, a highlight of my day today. Like, like seeing a person I really care about in 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 person, and even if it, it's just, I, I think we'll get to the reason why we saw each other in a second. Um, even if it's just a certain um, occasion that we see each other, and it's with masks and distance and whatever, but. But in, in this kind of routines you develop in like what now looks like third lockdown. Um, Crazy. Um, I mean, it, 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 it really is a highlight for me to, yeah, to, to see someone, no matter the yeah. circumstances. I know exactly what you mean, man. I, I feel like it's been such a limited, a limited availability so long in Germany, like trying yeah. to catch up with friends or see people you, you you have to schedule it out and you see like one person and then you're like you know did you get tested and did you do this right and, and yeah. or like you know keeping distance with masks and stuff like we saw each other today and um yeah and then and then think about like because that's that's um because in the beginning you're not thinking or in my case i wasn't thinking about that, that too much like <clears throat> i always supported um the rules that were given and um yeah so you only see one person but it took me a week or two to realize, okay, I think that's still not a good idea because I'm only seeing one person at a time. Right. But it but it happened for like the first week or so that I, I don't know, I saw this one friend on Tuesday, this other one on Thursday, and the third one on Saturday. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> and then you also, in my case, I also cut that down a bit and then there's not that <laughs> many people left to see. That's right. Yeah, I mean, it's funny thing about this quarant this whole quarantine lockdown situation is you've kind of <laughs> you've kind of filtered down what you imagined was like a larger friend group. You've, you had like a very fine filter, and you filtered it down to like who are the essential people that I have to see that I will really miss if I don't see yeah. them. And it's really interesting how that happened. I, ha I had like the same effect with um, friendships over text messaging and phone call after I moved abroad. Like going no. from New Orleans where I felt like I had a circle of like a hundred people. And then I come to Munich and now after five or six years, it's boiled down to a pretty consistent like four people that write mm -hmm. me, like maybe they write or they call like once a week and they've stayed no. in touch and they're really consistent. VV being one of them who we've had on the show and 
um, just people that you stay, like they want to call, they want to know how you're doing, they want to touch base. But it's so, it's like with, with lockdown, it's the same feeling. You go from thinking you have such a big range of people that you always talk to, but in fact, a lot of them are just people that you are acquaintances with that you run into. Yeah. And when you don't run into them yeah. anymore, it's like, well, who the hell is going to, who's writing me? Who Like, who am I going to call yeah. now? You know? Yeah, true. It's interesting. Yeah. And it's still, I, I still, I don't, I, I, I'm not sure if I can say because anger is a, is a strong word, but I, I, I still feel uncomfortable and, and feel that it's unfair and it makes absolutely no sense. So that's what I'm feeling when I think about like today. I mean, we can say that we, we met met each other at ninety four point five where I work, and right. the thing the the thing I mean is <clears throat> like um it, privately, and this is not new conversation. There have been people <laughs> arguing about this for months now. But I still, it still makes me feel uncomfortable that privately you cut down your contacts if you, if you, I don't know, if you, if you support the, 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 the rules that are given. And for me, it's like, I, I don't, I just want this, this bullshit situation just to get at least easier as soon as possible. And that's why I still go with everything that comes up. And it sounds like an idea that could make that happen. Um, but you cut all down your contacts privately, but still no one cares about how many people you see at work. Right. Right. Yeah. And phew, that's still something I, I cannot understand. But then, but yeah, then, but then, hard, you're, you're, yeah. but then you're so, I don't know. I wouldn't say I, I, I really had issues feeling alone or something and I, I live together with my partner so, and everything's fine. But um, but still I felt like you, you feel like so, in my case, kind of alone in, in um, quotation marks and I know that I, there are a lot of people out there that really feel alone and that... <laughs> so I, I don't want to make yeah. fun of that, but, but, um, but still... Um, that gets a highlight. You accept accept that, even though you cannot understand it, why it's still okay to see fifteen different people, or maybe even if it's just five or so at work right. every day, and don't know what they're doing, etc. Um, mm -hmm. When they're not at work, and <sighs> yeah, and even that gets a highlight because you at least get to uh, get to see those people. <laughs> right, that's the situation right. where I'm yeah. in. <laughs> Yeah, and it's kind of a it's kind of a funny situation too. If you want to do special things with a bigger group, um, you know, between like if if it's not your work and it's you know, obviously you're not having parties and you're not like hanging out with big groups of friends. But for example, um, by the time this comes out, so previously on the twenty fourth of March, um, we dropped this. So yeah, if you're listening to this on on the twenty fifth, then yesterday we just dropped this uh, smiling back at me live version. And when we released this live choir version of Daily Bread, we had some questions coming our way. Like, how did you manage this with like 30 people during Corona yeah, yeah, times? True. You know? True. And so I had to make sure I had to preface it like in all the posts and on YouTube me, and all the messages. Yeah. For a second, for all the people that might not have seen it yet, it is a, a choir performance in a huge, beautiful church in Munich of your um, upcoming song, Daily bread. Right. And the thing is, it's already been shut in 2019. That's as right. As far as I know. Yeah. It was in like but the you, summer. You, yeah. Yeah. But you dropped it like 
two months ago. Yeah, in, in January something. of 2021. Yeah. So, yeah. we, and, you know, we sat on it for a long time. And, of course, yeah. when, when I started promoting it, and, you know, we had this group uh, text with everyone in the choir, and they, they looked through their old phone messages and found all these pictures. I started posting the pictures, and then I, I had the clip on my phone and was cutting the clip up into pieces and was putting it on all these yeah. social platforms. Of course, I had a few questions coming my way, like, how did you make that work? And, yeah. um, you know, then I just made sure as clear as I could that it was pre-corona. But then you think about um, this Smile and Live video that just came out, and we did have to make this during during COVID, and I, you know that was kind of tricky. And we had to, we had to make sure that everybody was tested well ahead of time. We had to schedule out, schedule out everyone's tests. Um, we had to make sure that they were locking down. We had to stay in constant communication if they had traveled. If you know, um, we you know between takes we. You know, we still had to, the thing is, I really wanted to be extra careful because when you're singing, that's, that's, they say that's like the super spreader no. um, thing. You're like putting all the spit and air out. So I thought, like, okay, I'm sitting next to two people. I can only vouch really for one of them where they've been in the last month because I'm, no. I'm I, I, I talked to Marcus, the guitar player, a bit more often no. than Cosma. So I know that he had been extraordinarily careful because he had just done this huge knock bag. TV presentation and if he ah, had, true. you know, if he had been yeah. exposed, he would have lost that job and that's a lot of money. Hmm. Um, so he was like, you know, a Marine about it. And I knew that he had been smart. I asked the group to take a test. He was the first one to say, absolutely no problem. I'm already locking down anyway. Um, Cosma, I was a bit more worried about just because she's younger, just purely because she's younger. I thought, okay, she's 20. Maybe she's um, a bit more adventurous. Maybe she's like these teenager groups that I see around the river who are like with 30 people at once traveling all the time. She had just finished recording a new album and I was a bit more hesitant, but I just asked everybody to to be tested and to lock down and to keep me updated about anything. Um, the guy who filmed it kept distance from us. He wore a mask the whole time. And, you know, before we sang and after we sang, we were all just trying to kind of not be really, we had the windows open the whole time. So we just had to try and keep it as, keep it as protected as possible to make this video work. And I'm kind yeah. of, thank, I'm kind of thankful that I um, was, you know, in my memory, like a little bit strict with all of them because I really wanted to make this work, but I also couldn't risk my own safety. Like I don't want to risk my own safety anymore like it's been such a long the lockdown has been so long that i'm not like my tolerance for 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 people being careless is at a complete zero now it's like i'm tired of this you're tired of this let's be smart about it like if you know someone and you trust someone that's different like if you really trust someone to like a friend to be um Ha, you know, to have been safe before you see them, no. that's that's your call and that's your choice. And I think that that's totally normal that some people are doing that. But there's also this huge array of people that you don't know that well and you can't trust that much. And it's just, this is like the ultimate test. Like how how much longer do you want this lockdown to go? You know, so I, I wanted to stop yesterday. So to do it, to do this video, we had to be really strict. And that just reminded me about what you were saying with, with seeing people at work, you know, it's like no. no contact, big distance, everyone in masks. And you still, you still have to make some things function the best that you can, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, and then yeah, and still, you know, there obviously there are a lot of um all kind of kinds of jobs where it is not possible to keep distance, etc. And there's a good reason why especially in, in the health sector, etc., those people are also being being vaccinated early, etc. etc. But yeah, but yeah, that's 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 a long and not so Soon to be. That's ending like its own story. Thing. Yeah, that's like that's like yeah. its own own podcast. And um, I guess um, uh, to get to a little more fun topic, if you like, um, <laughs> oh, you know, I'm a funny, I'm a fun guy. I'm a I silly guess dude. like I guess like eight to ten minutes ago, uh, we 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 said we uh, also <laughs> want to talk about the the reason why we originally saw each, saw other, each today. other today. Yeah. Well, you know what we can do. We can say because this is like the cliffhanger. Why did we see each other today? I'll just put this. I'll just put this in here. If you're a supporter of the show, you can go to iTunes or uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to the show. You can give us a. I'm going to say this as fast as I can. You can give us a rating, review, subscription, or a comment to help build the algorithm up so that people can find our show. And it's really cool for us. You can also support us financially at Patreon.com/slash/JordanPrince, where you can donate for as low as three dollars a month to help us build up our podcast to be the best show that we can for you. And also, you can go to Instagram at Immigrants and give us a follow. And you can write us an email if you have a comment or you yourself want to be a guest on the show. It's podcast at m945.de and the reason that we saw ourselves <laughs> that was today, fast that was some real speed buddy that was like the subtitles at the end of a <laughs> medicine commercial do you think about people like me who listen to po- listen to podcasts faster like i listen to every podcast do you really at, at least 1.3 or 1.25 all the time uh yeah besides besides things that are more um, like um, driven by a certain kind of audio experience through sound effects and a lot of music, etc. There, I don't do that because, especially w- with music, it, it's no fun. But but like um, with, with like with like let's say for example like a classic, let's say Joe Rogan interviews Dave Grohl. Do sure sure thing. Everything. One five really up to one five. Yeah, I never do that. <laughs> never the the only time I ever affected the speed of a podcast was one time back in the day. Um, this comedian Chris D'Elia was on an interview with Theo Vaughn's podcast and they both were so like giddy with each other that they were speaking so fast that it was, <laughs> it, it was giving me a headache. They were yeah. talking like I just did, but for the whole show. So I actually slowed it down by half. Okay. And then they kind of sounded Dude, like so many this. podcasts sound so funny when they, when they're uh, being like slowed down or, or sp- speed it up yeah exactly <laughs> but 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 speeding up is, is, is no big deal like like for me now i guess it's a little bit of um need a little bit of training for your head probably but um now when i start a podcast and it starts at normal speed and i switch to 1.3 or 1.5 yeah it takes like the first 10 seconds where it sounds weird and after yeah. that it sounds completely normal to me yeah i can i can imagine that i mean you, once you get into the flow of anything like your ear yeah. can adjust your ear can adjust to it one yeah. time i was listening to like a um i think it was s town or this american life like one of these sort of like more personal uh storytelling podcasts and i had it on like 1.5 or 1.3 or something faster by accident 
And I thought, man, oh, no, no, no. It was the daily. It was Mr. Michael Barbara. It was the hmm guy. And he was, he sounded so fast. I thought, man, this guy already talks fast and, and he's already kind of whispery like this. It's Michael Barbaro. This is the daily. And I, and then he was talking so fast. I thought, man, come on, dude, you already blow through the show. Can you just slow down? And I realized I had it. <laughs> I was going to stop the show. I was like, I can't listen to this guy. But, but dude, let me tell you one thing. A lot of podcasters. <laughs> sound more intelligent when you speed them up a little bit probably me included to be honest <laughs> dude i guess i guess um, if you if you want to take this show half at least a little bit uh seriously you got to speed it up to at least 1.3 <laughs> oh man then that segment of the of the promo at the beginning is going to sound crazy <laughs> yeah that's what that's what, uh, I, I just, what i thought about I just had a theory that maybe we should keep bringing up topics and never tell them why we met today. Yeah, I had the same idea. Because <laughs> we just branched off so much and I thought, what if we Dude, just... our brains keep... are connected after two years of podcasting. That's right. Like, what if we just never <laughs> tell them? Yeah. Like, at the end, we're like, well, I'm sure at some point in there we told you. So thanks for listening. And if you'd like to support yeah. the show. <laughs> because I was just thinking we could get this going. Like, here's another story and here's another story. But we'll get to that. Like, we, we, yeah. we can do that for, for another <laughs> 20, 30 minutes. Well, speaking of which, I would tell you why we met today, but I saw a video today about how to survive a tsunami. And what, 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 sorry, sorry, what? You survived a tsunami, what? Like, how to survive a tsunami. Ah, okay. And uh, it's this, this, this company, I think it's just called How to Survive, and I think it's on YouTube, and it, they're just like six-minute-long videos, and they're so hyper-stylized and, and super dramatic and whatever, and they have one about surviving tsunamis, they have How to Survive a Plane Crash, How to mm -hmm. Survive a Mega Tornado, and I got really into that for like an hour today. <laughs> Why is that the term Mega Tornado? It's a Isn't term. The tornado enough? Does it, does the uh, size really matter there? It's a good yeah. Come on, guys. Does size really have to matter in every every category? Come on, <laughs> dude. But it's, yeah, you watch that yeah. video. Yeah. Well, the tsunami one was crazy because I remember this. Um, I think it was in. Oh man, I'm gonna feel so bad here. Maybe you can Google it. I think it was a 2004 tsunami in either Indonesia or Thailand. I want to say Indonesia in 2004. There's a movie about it with Ewan McGregor and Nicole Kidman, I think. Or Naomi Watts. Maybe it's Nicole Kidman. Anyway. Um, yeah, there this... was one. Where was it? It was uh, the, the 2004 Indian Ocean, or at least in 2004, there was a an Indian Ocean earthquake and tsunami that caused 200 and... 27.900,000. Wait, what? <laughs> Dude, that, that number doesn't make any sense. 227.9 thousand, thousand uh, lives. It, it killed 200, like more than 200,000 people. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So, but did it say what coast it just annihilated? Does it say a country there? Indonesia, Indonesia, Banda, Banda uh, I, 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 I'm sorry, I, I don't know how to, 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 to pronounce it. That's okay. B, B A N D A A C E H. 
I'm not sure. Oh, oh, Bangladesh. No, that's another thing. I thought you said B A N G L A D E S H. No, dude. I, I, B A N D A. Banda. A Banda A C E H. Oh no! <laughs> and it's two words like Banda. Ad- <laughs> It's funny See, that my brain was like, "Oh, Bangladesh, <laughs> dude." This was I, 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 I was like, "Okay, should I make it a, 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 a joke about Americans now?" Like this, like <laughs> guy names literally any city in Asia. Who is it? Bangladesh. <laughs> <laughs> so Indonesia, yeah, Hong Kong, right? Same thing. So uh, no, I'm just kidding. So there was the, yeah, there was this enormous tsunami in 2004, and uh, which is. Coincidental, because it was the same year as Hurricane Katrina, mm-hmm. and um, that was a bad year for coastal coastal waters. And um, yeah, and it just annihilated this land. And they they kept using all these clips from it and from the movie that's based on it. And um, they were saying how to survive. And I kept thinking how, or like how first off how terrifying it would be to be traveling abroad. Let's say you go towards like the beaches of Indonesia. You're on like a vacation with your family or something and you're on the beach. And then the crazy thing is the first sign that uh, a tsunami is coming or that there's been this like underwater earthquake is that the beaches recede for like miles. So you're, you know, you're at the beach where the tide is crashing against the, mm-hmm. the ocean or against the shore. And then it just recedes. It goes back and back and back and back and back mm-hmm. and back. And back. And for me, that would be so scary because then I would, first thing I would think is, oh, this is that from that video, this is a tsunami's coming, you know? And so you might feel the earthquake, which is already a sign, like you need to get out of there. But then the water recedes, you're like, oh my God. And the waves can come back. First off, the waves can come up to like, I don't know how many hundred meters, like 300 meters up, you know? And they can come every 20 minutes or they can come like once an hour. So of course... It's kind of what you expect. They were like, okay, if you see the water doing this and you're in that area, <laughs> the first advice was don't run. Don't, like, it'll be like the water will go back and expose the ocean floor. Don't go towards the ocean to investigate. Go the opposite <laughs> way. <laughs> I was like, no shit, man. Of course. <laughs> but like, dude, yeah, no- the ocean pulls back and you see like whales and jellyfish all like beached and you're like, let's go look at that. Like, no way, man. Something's wrong. Get out of there. Then they say to run the opposite direction. Then they say, uh, if you like try to get to high ground, obvious, but if you can't get to high ground, then try to get into like a building that's heavy, thick, or mostly concrete based, like really foundational and heavy. I was like, all right, that's And that's if you don't find that? If you don't find that. You're dead. Then they said, <laughs> no, then they said, well, you might be, but they said like your best bet is if you're like swept in the water because it moves, I don't know how many hundreds of kilometers an hour it's just like super fast and if you if you can't get to a building you can't get to high ground you're just running away um some people in this indonesian tsunami survived because they like were being pushed in the water past like a palm tree or these deep rooted trees and they clung on to the to the root of it and they just held on and they Mm. held on some woman held on to a palm tree for five days what until the and they say like you can hold on to it and the water can seem really calm and you think it's over, but they said don't let go of where you are until the authorities come. Like until this, you see the helicopters and stuff and the the survival, um, the 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 you know the people who come rescue you, the rescue team. Mm-hmm. 
because it can still like another wave can come like an hour later. So just yeah, just yeah. hold on to it and don't go. And this lady held on for days. Um, it's wild, man. I think about it, in that movie, the one about this tsunami with Ewan McGregor, his family like clings onto a tree and you see like cars moving by and like mm-hmm. animals going by. And you're just like, wow, that's so, so terrifying. That's so crazy. And then I looked yeah, at, and then I looked at how to survive a mega tornado. <laughs> <laughs> but, but now after, after this story uh, <laughs> regarding the tsunami, I, I picture you in my head at your next, I don't know, something like Italian Riviera holiday sitting in a hotel room oh, or yeah. in your apartment and your wife wants to go to the beach and you're s- sitting there super feared. No, thanks. I'm staying inside a concrete building. I'm good. You go on ahead. <laughs> I love you. Goodbye. Just bring me some sand and I'm fine. <laughs> it's like, goodbye forever. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. <laughs> oh my God. But it's, yeah, that's really crazy. Oh, but you had a question earlier about what makes like a legit mega tornado. And I learned that <laughs> today. <laughs> okay. So there's like, there's this scale. The same way with hurricanes, there's, you know, F3, F4, F5, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's the same with tornadoes. There's like EF. So it's EF0, which moves at 100 kilometers an hour in rotation. And an EF5 can be over 300 kilometers an hour in rotation. Oof. And the biggest recorded the fastest biggest hurricane recorded was in was like over an ef5 it was 511 kilometers an hour what 511 kilometers like you know spinning around and knocking things over and it it was in i think it was in kansas city in 98 or 99 and it killed in kansas like several city. hundred uh, yeah in kansas yeah and it just annihilated, like it killed hundreds of people and a mega like, tornado. Deci- decimated. Yeah, just decimated towns. It's Dude. like the one in the movies that is just so wide that it looks like a bucket of mud spinning around. It's like this huge fat tornado. Mm-hmm. And they and they they change direction like from second to second, and they change speed and they change like everything. It's so so crazy. Part of me has always really wanted to see a tornado but then again i don't want to be i don't want to be a storm chaser because those guys are psychos <laughs> what a storm chasers what's a storm chaser oh my friend did you ever see the movie twister no oh man that's a classic what are you doing with your life oh <laughs> you forgot I like like you <sighs> said last episode i forgot you don't watch movies <laughs> i can't believe you haven't seen twister it's so but you've seen like robin williams jumanji right you yeah. never saw Jumanji? Yeah, I've seen Jumanji. You did. Yeah. Okay. The original. Okay, not because the, that's the, like not the new one. There's a there's a new no, one no, with no. the rock, obviously. No. Because no, everything's no. with uh, the rock these days. Everything's everything's with the rock. Um no, the original Jumanji, uh, yeah, which Robin is Williams. still which is still excellent. It really holds up. So that that came out like around the same time, like late nineties and has Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton and it's this rompy, semi-funny adventure with like storm chasers and yeah. a storm chaser, which is its own television show on the History Channel and the National Geographic. It's a very, unfortunately, very popular hobby and this crazy thing. So I get that some people want to storm chase because they might be like, 
you know, aspiring meteorologists and they want to study weather patterns. I get that. People have to do that. We have to understand how weather works. And then there's just some freak shows out there who put their their own lives and their team's lives at risks at risk because they go to the Midwest in Oklahoma and Kansas and whatever other states there that have like the most tornadoes and they they chase so, like so, it's so literally chasing them chasing basically tornadoes. they're they're forecasting storms then are going there to get footage or I don't know if they do it for academic reasons, some form of Well, that's the difference, data. right? Like the storm chaser yeah. is for the thrill. <clears throat> okay. But the meteorologists and like, you know, yeah. whatever, like people who study weather and yeah. precipitation yeah. and humidity, they go there to like get like a sample, get some footage, study it, maybe throw these like, you know, these little things into the wind that measure whatever yeah. things. But then there's the storm chasers who just go there to be near a tornado. Yeah, but so so just 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 another word for people who are attracted like thr- by cat- catastrophes, like a thrill seeker. Yeah, yeah, I think that's crazy, man. Yeah, I mean, like I said earlier, like some part of me would you know would love to see a tornado, but the other part of me is, I mean, they're so unpredictable and so scary. Dude, it's a pretty that's a pretty easy balance. Of course, I would also like to see a tornado, but on the one hand, you got the the once in a lifetime image of seeing a tornado on the right. other hand you just go through your head and think about the first five reasons why this is a real shitty idea to do yeah <laughs> and you yeah. find five within the first 0.5 seconds yeah it's so easy to think about reasons not to do it and yeah. you think about like this once in a lifetime you know, vision of a tornado could also be your last once in a lifetime vision of anything. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's so crazy. It's really crazy. Um, I saw, I don't know where, maybe it's Florida. They're opening up, um, they're opening up six flags theme park next month. Okay. Which is pretty reckless. I'd say because someone like Seth Meyers had a good joke about it. They were like, um, oh, it's opening up next month. Is it safe <laughs> with Corona? And he made the joke of like, well, as safe as it's always been, you know, <laughs> dude. Yeah. But I, I still don't, don't, um, understand, um, what's going on, how they're, how they're, they're, they're dealing with, with COVID besides that they're having great success with their, with their vaccinations, but how they're dealing with, um, COVID in everyday life in the States. I don't like think I, I don't think a lot of states are dealing with it at all, to be honest. Yeah, I I, I see, see a lot of, of social media content um, by a girl. You get to know her. We connected you with her, um, a friend of my partner who does her semester abroad in New Orleans at the moment, right? Um, which is, by the way, only possible because she has a green card, um, so she's an American citizen, um. And she posts stuff on her Instagram story where you see people in restaurants, bars, everywhere. They celebrate St. Patrick's Day, whatsoever. They drive, to, uh, they they go for a Las Vegas weekend, and I'm like, dude, what's going on there? It's like it didn't exist to a no. lot of people. No, I mean, I was even talking to family um, about how it is where they are, and of course, you know, 
there's been absolutely no shutdown whatsoever. They 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 still no. go to, you know, they might say that the restaurant they go to has a waitress and a mask, and when you walk to your table, you're in a mask, kind of yeah. like we had we for had last like summer. Yeah, we had for like a few weeks or a few like a month yeah. or two. Um, so they still just have that first rule, but I mean, still. I, but I've been differences? told that a lot of people don't wear the masks at all when they walk in the stores, and there's no there's no fight back, you know. But are there huge differences? Because uh, uh, let's make this an artsy fart topic. Because in Germany, um, a big deal is, and y- y- you know that, like, um, and a big issue for for many people that many people see is this federal state, and that there is very various decision being made. Um, in different federal states, like there, yeah. um, totally different rules regarding certain uh, restrainings in in everyday life of, of all people in Bavaria than in uh, than in I don't know, Saxon or any th- any other federal state or whatsoever. There, there there were and still are huge differences. And is it because part of your family is in Tennessee and part in Utah? Are there huge differences? Uh, well, my brother moved, he just moved back to Tennessee. So right now they're ah, all okay. in Tennessee. Yeah. Okay, so, okay. so Salt Lake City's over with now. Okay. Because of COVID or COVID related? No, he got a, he got a, like a, a job that he liked more back home. Mm-hmm. He, he really, he, their dream was always to go back to Nashville. Mm-hmm. And so now they bought a ha- they just bought their house. They're just moving back in this week. And oh, nice. they, yeah, so they're back home. They got their friends. They got, our, our cousin lives nearby so they can visit her. And she just had twins. Okay. Oh, I talked about them on the last episode. Yeah, but but that that still means that the he has lived through COVID or a part of COVID in Utah. Were there or yeah? Do you know about in general about big differences in the in how to deal with COVID from political side in between different states? Well, I I hate to generalize this so much, but I'm gonna throw this out there that, and this probably isn't a surprise to anybody that the way that states, because America made COVID precautions political, mm. that it's highly affected by um, if the state is red or blue, 100%. Yeah. You know, you have, um, of course, California is always, always very back and forth, like dependent, because it's such a humongous state. That's a, a lot of You got so many people yeah. living there. Yeah. So like, it's such a humongous state depending on how north you are, how south you are, it changes your entire landscape and environment by uh, like by 100%. So, you know, California has, it's probably one of the only states that has a huge mixture of both very left and very right, d- despite how it votes politically, like it mm. is more commonly a, left, a leftist uh, or democratic, not even leftist, but just more a democratic state. Um, it still has a lot of people on both sides. So that's kind of the only like, um, you know, gray area that I can really think of off the bat, but but you, it's this. You, like, you I was see, it's like, the most with like say, like the it's mostly the same thing with all topics where from the Bible Belt down. Yeah, they make something pretty political, or it's made into be a, a political thing because Republicans are more often um, making a thing that should be quite neutral into a political topic because something about it makes them money. Dude, or not. Brings I mean, political it's hard to... success. Like, like yeah. conservative yeah. parties always have more cards to play in the game. 
it's right. so much easier. But that's that's a, or I wouldn't say it's so much easier. But but that's a whole other topic. I, I I just wanted to to ask. So you say, um, or you see it as, um, in in democratic states, there are more strict stricter rules than in in republican states. Well, there's more of like a social consciousness to be careful about others. People say like. Well, you know, this, the idea of wearing a mask isn't no. that you're wearing a mask because you feel that, you know, you're not safe in an environment. It, of course, that's like a small part of it. But the, the main part to wear a mask is because if you have gotten it in some way or another, even if you don't feel any symptoms, even if you don't feel sick at all, you could still have it and you could, without a mask, give it to someone who would feel symptoms, would go to the hospital, maybe die, maybe not, maybe give it to someone else who would go to the hospital, maybe die. That's why the numbers like skyrocketed. That's why Florida's open. That's why, I don't know what else is open. Mississippi, no, not Mississippi. Florida's open. Is Texas open? There's like three, three states or four states. Maybe, maybe we have to look that up. There's like three states that are wide open, completely reopened. Mm -hmm. Florida being one of them, of course. And so that's um, how I always, you know, that's how it always functions. So, But one thing that I also find interesting about, this sounds weird as a topic, but COVID in the, in the US um, is the fact, and as a European, you tend to forget that. And it came back to my mind, uh, shockingly, or, or I realized again, because I basically know it, um, like... This might sound silly, but how much open space there is in between those coasts, like um, oh yeah, oh yeah. Like as a European, you tend to f- forget how, um, like that you you have to count in other scales. There, you you don't have that many areas where so many people are living so compact within a certain um, wide of of land. Right, um, right. There's so many. People there. What Germany is what eighty million, eighty something million now, and America's three hundred million plus. Yeah, but still, but you still, know. so 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 many people are living. If you look at the card on the very left or on the very right of this right. country, and they and make certain things political that shouldn't be at all. No, and w- w- um, where I want Sorry. to get it is is because there are so many states and there's there's so many space basically within this country where or there are huge contrasts like you also seen in 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 elections like you have those those coasts where they are living a lot of people on less space and in between those coasts there are some states where you have so like where you have so such a little um population regarding the space that's given you know what i mean it, it makes that a huge difference in the perception of COVID because I already experienced here and here it's a whole nother thing and the distances are smaller etc but that people have other opinions or or, or, or yeah people have other opinions anyway but have another perspective on COVID in Oberstdorf where I come from which is a rural area than in Germany's third biggest city in Munich where I live in you know what I mean because obviously, if you if you don't see that many people, if you're not um, taking the, the the subway on your way to work any um, 
every morning because you 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 live in a house and you, you you if you if you go out you have to take the car I don't know 20 minutes to go to a shop or somewhere like um and I right. thought about does this does this make a huge difference in how people or on people's perspective on this whole crisis yes yes I think that's absolutely true how if you like if you take for example where I come from If I think about the house that I grew up in, we were on, um, you know, a single lane road that was about a mile from my high school, from the local gas station, about two miles the other direction from the church that we went to, you know, three times a week. I had several friends from my high school and from the church on the same road, but if you wanted to go to town... You had either direction you could choose from, but it was about fifteen-ish minutes either way mm-hmm. to get to the to get to the city part. Where then you had like you know more main streets. You had the downtown. You had like no. the shops and you had restaurants and stuff. And my family spent a long, 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 long time in in that area. And you know they've only moved so far away from there. Now they. They have a couple of different options for towns they can go to, but when they really want to do something like quote unquote in the city, they go to the same city mm-hmm. that I that I grew up traveling to. So it's you know, it's a, mm-hmm. even a longer drive. It's more like a 30 minute or you know, whatever, roughly 30 minute mm-hmm. drive to, to that city, to Corinth. And um if you know, you have this mentality in that in these kinds of rural areas that you know, you're kind of taught your whole life to to look out for yourself, to protect yourself, to have like this security that you have to be kind of wary of others. You know, you have locks on the door, you have, um, you know, sec- like digital security systems, you have a dog in the yard. Like when you get a dog, you're like, yeah. And if someone comes around, you know, our dog, you know, he's gonna, he's a good uh, defender. You know, like you always think about protection. You like people have guns in their house. They have like, you know, maybe like a knife near the bed, like they think about protecting themselves, looking out for themselves, being scared of others. It's kind of this mentality that's that's taught in that area, like, you know, people are coming after you and what you've worked for, and you're so isolated in these rural areas. And this isn't like the fault of where they live, it's the fault of what the people in power are kind of making them think that they have to be kind of extra careful and like be themselves. And that maybe bigger social constructs and and bigger, more international problems aren't quite their problem, that they're secluded enough that, hey, it's not that big of a deal. Oh, that's just, you know, that's just what the liberals want because they want to do this. They want to make it all like a socialist, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's just, I hate to say this because it sounds so cliche, but it's really like what the, like if the media convinces people in these situations to do things a certain way and to believe things a certain way, man, they make so much money off of it. Just so much money off of it. Is someone calling you or calling me right now? Oh, never mind. It's, it's all good. No. Okay. Um, but crazy how, how, how deep you went in there because I, I first, I first off didn't want to get, uh, so political, which political, which is also uh, very welcome. But I just wanted to to get to to <laughs> to, to very simple math. Like, um, like if you're confronted with COVID, it makes a difference 
whether you see a lot of people every day because you live in a big city versus you probably see like five to ten people every day uh, just because you live somewhere where 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 not so many people live. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. exactly, exactly. You don't see that yeah. many people. Yeah. So the effects and of so, what's going on are so are like exactly. more limited. Yeah. yeah, and so probably it can because that's what I, I at, at times experienced in uh, rural areas here. So it's easier, and, and I also experienced <clears throat> that on, on on myself when I was there for for a while over Christmas. You, know, you tend it's easier to 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 blend out and kind of um, uh, don't let these things affect you as they do in a place where they live a lot of people because I had like situations where I was two weeks in Oberstdorf and I probably wore a mask once. Not because people don't wear masks there, but because just because I didn't get into situations where I would have to wear one. Of course. Of course. Um, I mean, you know, like, yeah, when you go to your hometown or when you go to see your family or something, you know, that's when that decision comes to you. Like, do I want to go home and visit and make things very strict and very clear cut? Or do I want to, you know, protect myself as much as I can, communicate as much as I need to about who needs to do what to make things as as clear and fair as they can be? And then just take that risk to see each other. But that's the difference, I think. When you're seeing, mm. like, because you went to go see your family. And when I was just saying this now, I thought about my brother, you know, traveling across the States to go visit my parents for Christmas. And like, you know, those things, like, it's family and you want to be close and you're all trying to be the safest that you can. But this desire to be around family is something that I could never judge. And it's just something that mm. you, you know, you take that risk knowing yeah. that that's something that was worth it to you to to see people. But I think um, like that's a whole different thing that I can't quite judge. And, and I don't think that I would ever want to because I miss my family and I, I think I would do the same thing. But with this general idea of thinking about others, people that you don't know, mm. I think that's easier in bigger cities because you see yeah. so, you see way more, you know, not even just like normal people, but you see, Obviously, by statistics, because you're in a city, you see more <laughs> yeah. handi- you see more handicapped people, you see more disabled people, you see more elderly people, you see more like um, uh, impoverished people. You like you just see more of all kinds of people. Yeah, more 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 living situations. Right, right. So yeah. you just you have this yeah. thought of, oh, you know what? I'm gonna happily, without question, wear the mask on this train today, because I mean, when I like. Um, like earlier today I rode the train and in the compartment that I was in, it was like five people that were definitely over 65, definitely Uh, over 65, maybe even over 70. They were, they looked quite old and it didn't, you know, like it's so routine now. It didn't even cross my mind that I'm wearing the mask on there. But now that we talk Mm. about it, I'm so glad that it's just second nature to me now because I would never want to be like patient zero for one of these elderly people. Yeah. You know, who might be more susceptible and they just, they have to take the train because they don't have a car here. Yeah. As most or, people or, don't. Or imagine being, being one of those elder men at some point. Right. And being like, like I mean, oh, I'm so glad that young guy wore that a mask, you know, for me. Imagine, yeah. imagine, I don't know, <laughs> you like, and like, uh, 
you're probably over 70 or something. And you're, I don't know, somehow probably found your peace. You um, stopped working and are on a good track and are enjoying life. And um, <laughs> and then you die earlier as you <laughs> um, would have to, let's say. Because <laughs> yeah. some, dickhead, some dickhead on the train refused to wear a stupid mask. Dude, do you see these viral videos on Reddit and on online of people being kicked off of planes because they, they refused to? Yes. Yeah. For me, that's so like that's so embarrassing because it's only Americans. So as far as I've seen so far, it's only Americans, and I've seen like, I mean, first off, seeing one of them is embarrassing enough because you're like, come on, man. But I've seen like seven of like. Of planes turning around and taking the whole flight back to where they came from because this one guy is like crossing his arms with his mask around his neck or like under his nose or whatever and he just doesn't care. Or he's like mm. making it this political thing. Like I almost feel bad for that person too because you know they've just been spoon fed the wrong information. It's mm. not political it's just not it's like trimming your fingernails or it's like blowing your nose into a tissue or it's like trying to i don't know just needing to drink water or something it's just this is just uh like an air that's just like it it's it's something it's a virus yeah. and we're all trying to not get ourselves or anyone else sick so just wear a mask and there's vaccines coming and it's doing really well in america now so just keep being diligent. No one likes it, but everyone should do it. And I don't, I, it makes me so mad when I see that Americans, where I'm from, the people that I grew up with, making it something into like, well, that's just the liberals doing this or that, or like, you know, whatever, man. Like, who, how, like, how has that become something other than a public health desire you know like trump made fauci into like a political enemy and he's just a doctor just being like hey just you know wear a mask you know try and keep yeah. some distance because it's a it's a virus and you could die you could die you know yeah but but that's such a hard thing if, to if, answer if, if if that makes you makes you feel better i don't know how, how you how much you've gotten of it but it's not only americans and Dude, there were also things going on here in Germany with those huge demonstrations. Just like, was it on Sunday? Or at least a few days ago, we're recording on Tuesday, March 23rd. Um, there was one in, in, in Kassel and there have been huge in Stuttgart and in Berlin. Like those, you have heard about Querdenken. These anti-mask protests. Yeah, these, yeah, and a lot of them are connected with some form of... Um, extremists from the right with Nazis, with um, the strangest of conspiracy the theory believers and um, all of that. Like, sure, sure. And, I mean, of and, course that's everywhere. And, yeah. And it's too many people to, to ignore that. And also, like, we have talked so much about the, hist the historic event, of the horrible event of the, the capital being stormed January 6th like two months right. ago. Right. But also in Germany, it was, <laughs> um, for God's sake, it was, it was not that bad, but there were also these protests and they were also getting into Reichstag. Good thing is, 
don't not as many people have weapons here and the worst thing that happened in the end is that they called the uh, minister of um no nah, um of economy uh, a fat pig that's that's the worst thing that happened before they got kicked out but <laughs> like there there was serious shit going on so <laughs> at least i can say it's not it's not only americans and um yeah but I don't even know if, I mean, I wouldn't say that brings me any more peace to know that it's not just my people because, I mean, America is the, unfortunately, it's the most prevalent amount of people doing the wrong thing. But seeing it in Germany, too, is really disappointing or seeing it anywhere is disappointing. I, you know, there was a guy uh, at the school that I worked at. He was this like 60 something, maybe like 62 year old house manager groundskeeper janitor mm-hmm. type and he i found out maybe like so i was out of that school last july and i found out maybe in the following august that he attended one of the first anti-mask protests mm. in munich and i thought man what an absolute idiot i thought he was a cool guy a nice guy he was very friendly with the kids. You know, he he used to be a, like a professional dancer. He was always like, you know, popping off his little hat and doing mm. dances with the kids and stuff. And I thought, oh, that's so cool. Like, what a cool, you know, like idol for these kids is like, look how fun no. and spry and no. entertaining and sweet you can be as like an elderly man. But then you hear about this and it's like, come on, dude. And he was one of those guys who would walk around the whole school anti-mask. And then if you if he passed by one of the headmaster ladies in charge, he would like immediately, you know, pull up like a handkerchief from his neck over his mouth. And then when he would pass down them in the hallway, he would pop it back down. And it's uh-huh. like, dude, are you 11 years old? Yeah. <laughs> like, is it such a big deal? Is it such a big deal? I don't, I don't know. No. But I don't know. I feel like this thing has just been talked to death, probably to, to most people. Either, you know, I think at this point, it's been over a year, right? So either you're a person who understands it's, it's a necessity, you don't like it, but you got to do it, and you just get used to it, and you, you make it second nature, and you just don't make it the biggest part of your day, and it's just a way of life, and you're just counting down the days until you can get a vaccine, or you're the other type. And I think that's just, like, they've made their decision months ago, and it's just, that's just how it is. Yeah. Yeah, what worries me, and I don't know, talking about these topics also brings me down a bit. And what's what I find worrying is that they, that these groups are still growing. Probably not all of them that rapidly, like they have in the in their in their early days, but still, so many people start to believe in absolute bullshit. Um, oh, absolutely, man! And somehow start to start to to change. And yeah, it's 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 really a a topic I don't like because I found I really find it so I can't really understand why it happens on the other side, especially being German, like there have happened things before that started kind of similar, which I guess we all know the, (laughs) the eventual outcome of, um, right. And 
Yeah, and I I I I do a lot of research and read and inform a lot about about um, right wing and right extreme and Nazi connections in Germany and their their effect on on the youth on like other groups that are easy to manip- manipulate, which is what they do when they infiltrate these kind of um, demonstrations, etc. I mean, on this on these demonstrations that. Haven't you heard anything about it? There was a huge topic about about Nazis being there and and about people really? that probably everybody like you like your example would thought of okay like kind people that not seem uh, to have anything to do with some form of, of extremism and with Nazis march along people that are showing um, an old flag the black white and red flag. Like oh yeah, flag for war, in um, thumbs dark, up on that times, one. <laughs> darker yeah. times in Germany, right? Um, and um, it's crazy, and it, I don't know it's it's it's. I'm still trying trying to process it and trying to to process um, how huge, how it can happen and how it can be that that these that these groups still are so powerful and um can affect so many people. And so that's yeah. yeah. That's that's a tough topic and um I mean not I, not yeah, go ahead. But I think why why these groups are still growing and why probably people like the example you mentioned and still so many others um that that necessarily must be <laughs> evil people shift towards these kind of groups and these kinds of um this way of thinking and um it gets political pretty quick in a, I would say, dirty way. Um, a way you should avoid if you um, enjoy living in freedom and a d- democracy. Um, right, right. There are still so many people drifting in this direction because they're mixing up different problems. <laughs> but it, but it, yes, it's sti- yeah. it, but it also is still tough to to have um, discussions about. Um, Several topics um, separated from each other, right? But I, I, I mean, you still somehow have to abstract what the virus is and what it does to humanity at the moment, and what kind of crisis it is. It is, and how governments around the world and all kinds of politicians or um, the people with with um, People in, in in certain um, positions of power deal with it and treat it and um, and rule over a country or whatever. Like it's yeah. still it's still it's still two different things. And then you, the, the more things start to mix up. Like you ha- you're you're worried about this about the situation with the virus. Then you ha- then and then you mi- you mix it up in a huge discussion with how politici- politicians like let's say in Germany deal with it. And then you add on that in Germany it's the election this year, and then people start mixing like what um, <laughs> what parties do in their in their campaigns with their with their with their uh, their their policies that should guide us through this crisis and the crisis in general. <sighs> and yeah, many people stop or um, I don't know cannot cannot abstract these problems or don't want to or, or whatsoever and, and, and mix right. it up and then and right. then it, it gets 
that would be pretty quick. I mean, not to make this too, um, too, not to broad stroke this too much or make it about, um, something, you know, existential in the, in the way that we can't really, you know, think about it or, or conceive it, but it seems really clear to me, and maybe this is already something really obvious to a lot of people, but it seems very clear to me that these kinds of really wrong ideas, toxic ideas, unhealthy ideas, um, idealisms, whatever, pocket pocket religion, cult sort of mentalities for the wrong thing are so strong, more more like stronger now than they were in the last maybe 40 years or 50 years Mm. because you have this bittersweet thing called access to everything. You have the internet and you have, you have, you have 4chan, you have 8chan, you have Facebook, you have Instagram, you have Twitter, you have TikTok, you have so yeah, all and, of it, and, yeah, and, and, it. and even more than that, you know, like far more than that. But you have so many platforms where people with the wrong idea, with a bad education, with a rough past, with a certain mentality, with the wrong ideal, with, with the wrong research, poor research, no research at all, people can create platforms. I'm I'm forgetting YouTube here, which is a big player, but you have, um. Just as a small example, you have like flat earthers who became a very, very popular thing in the last year or so, which is the most ridiculous thing that anyone could have imagined would get popular. But if you think about why they got so popular in the last like 12 months, it's the same way that anti-maskers and the same way that, you know, modern neo-Nazis and the same way that a lot of other conspiracy, you know, wrong-minded people got as many consistent followers uh, as they ever could. I mean, honestly, it's just because there's Mm. so much access and so many people are looking for a thing to believe in and a thing to make more sense. If you think about conspiracy theories in general, yeah, it's a tool. It's a tool. It's, it's It's not the reason why that happens. It's not because the that, reason. It's that not that the also reason. happens, but but because like but the, two, th- but the exposure, like the amount of them, is yeah. is, is because the tool of the internet yeah. is perfect for them. They 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 yeah exactly like, hell yeah you know yeah and they really really know how to play it like they know how to do it so well. I mean, if you and think that's about the thing because because yeah. the, the general issue that you have those kind of um, political moods and and movements into certain probably more extreme. Um, directions because of a, of a certain crisis is nothing new that has always happened like when we think about the nazis they made great use um for the propaganda of the huge unemployment crisis and economical crisis in in, in germany and and europe and how they got uh, got treated after the first world war and all of it right they really um and and now and now now we're in a crisis again but the thing is it's not that one party or one um political group can print out stuff <laughs> no matter the t- truth behind it so-called information and spread it under people that propaganda um so you, on the one hand you think okay it, it is it is easier to in, inform yourself 
and um, form your own opinion, sharpen your own views, whatever you, you want to do, and how, how deep you want to dive into into certain topics. But right. on the other right. hand, it's also it's also easier to not do that and to let to 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 just yeah not filter and uh, and and just consume. And so right. it's also easier for those groups, for those people, yeah, to play just you just uh, described perfectly. They just they just have this tool. I mean, if you think mm. about, um, do you know the conspiracist uh, David Ike or Ike? No, I don't think so. So well, probably I've heard the, of him. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think you. I think you have because his main. His like prominent creation is the very strangely popular uh, reptilian conspiracy theory. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So for those who don't know, um, the reptilian conspiracy theory, which is oddly popular, <laughs> um, goes like this. So reptilians are, you know, these supposed reptilian humanoids and... Um, Reptiloids. Yeah, like That's yeah, there's reptoids and lizard yeah. people, and basically it was popularized by him. He's a conspiracy theorist who claims that these shape shifting reptilian aliens control Earth by taking on human form and gaining mm. political power to manipulate human societies. And he said on multiple occasions that many world leaders are possessed by so called reptilians. M- mainly of all, his his big one is uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Mm. And like the Queen and Elon Musk and people like that, Bill Gates. Angela Merkel is also one, if you believe that. <laughs> Angela she's Merkel. also, and <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah, she's she's also uh, a, a lizard human. <laughs> it's so unbelievable. I, I you know I heard about that conspiracy theory when I was in college. I was like twenty three years old, and I thought it was the weirdest thing I had ever heard about. And now it's more popular than ever. And this guy, he he's written like twenty five books. And he sells out stadiums yeah. to people because of this conspiracy theory. It's it's a wild world. Hey, let me just take a quick pee break. I'll be right back. I'm going to keep rolling. All around the world, same song. All around the world, same song. All around the world, same song. Hello, hello. Welcome back, man. That was really, that was really well needed. Um, but yeah, yeah. So basically, I just think that like all these crazy, you know, wrong direction types have just found the perfect tool, and that's why it's so extra prevalent to have like that's why they're ha- i think that's why they're even having these marches i mean it's just mm. this you know they they're like oh somebody on facebook thinks that uh, lizard people are controlling the universe and the earth is flat and that masks is a you know like uh, bill gates is putting like a, a chip in the in the vaccination to monitor your <laughs> life and i'm gonna go march against that i just think it's just too easy for them to congregate and, and it, but it's a tool that we need for for things that we believe are right as well. So it's kind of a bittersweet battle. That's true. And Jordan, you know? don't you think after we just had a little break, and after we gave all our listeners such a 
such a heavy topic. <laughs> and we're already over the one hour, way over the one hour mark. Don't you think it's finally time to tell everybody why we saw each other today? But don't you want to hear how to survive a plane crash? Oh. I will say, I will say that... Um, that simple swimmer. I got the masters for the new album today. Most of them. There's a few things to fix, but I'm really satisfied with the new album. And that's and the pre-order is available for that right now. If you want to get the album and the limited edition merch, the bundle deals they are available on my website through Instagram through everything. Very easy to get to can order things up front and they will ship as soon as the album drops in june and smiling has a live video with me my friend marcus my friend cosma and we sing it three-part harmony with two guitars it sounds really sweet so you can go check that out and with that little plug dude by the way there's one question uh, regarding uh, the album uh, tell me Tell um, me, because um, I already got to see the first draft for the cover today, and I can say it will look so sexy. It's gonna look so pretty, man. Oh yeah, I'm it's really gonna impre- be. Pretty, I'm, in, I'm, I'm impressed. Super pretty with the guy. Um, but one question, because because I think we can tell that there are because it's also on the website. You can pre-order different kind of packages, and it starts from the simple swimmer. Which is also the title of the album. Ha <laughs> ha. Right. Great one. Right. The Simple Swimmer. The Simple right, Swimmer. Yeah. And then you can buy the Advanced Swimmer package, the right. Experienced Swimmer package, and the. The, ex- the Expert Swimmer. Expert uh, Swimmer package, and the. What was Deep the? Sea Diver. <laughs> the Deep Sea Diver. Um, okay, the last one doesn't work, but when you buy one of those, does it also have the referring uh title on the cover like if i would if i were was to buy a advanced swimmer package would your the album cover of the <laughs> physical record i would get say advanced swimmer no 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 but i kind of i kind of wish it did and earlier you could print earlier some today special we, editions i should i should <laughs> i mean it's i don't have any money but if i, <laughs> if I did i would it's funny because you you had a theory earlier today that it'd be cool if it was like the simple swimmer deal, advanced swimmer deal, expert. If if as you went along, if it was um, like better quality songs, so you had like the first one would be like the demos, and the second one would be like the MP3s, mm. and the third one would be like wave, and then the last one's like a vinyl, like perfect quality. That would that would also been really cool. I, what I would have loved is like. If I just had, you know, a lot of money and I could have just made like the coolest merch ever. We are still talking about a very limited edition. I'm talking about like 10 Ooh. Um, of uh, Simple Swimmer hats because I, I've been wearing like baseball caps for like three years now and it's just kind of become my thing. And if I got like a, like a Simple Swimmer like hat like this one. Dude, I then need I think one. It would be so, so cool, man. I need one like so bad. It would be so great. And you know, of course, like Guy would do the design and he has a friend in, in Lisbon who would um like patch them on by hand. Ooh. So, you know, so if I could do like a hand patched simple swimmer 
like a like 10 hats then i would you know either attach that to one of the bundles that already exists or i would just sell it as like a separate mm. a separate thing that you can just get standalone so um we we are talking about that but the deals i love the deals dude like we i had this whole big uh, conversation with the label a few weeks ago before we dropped it because the pre-order dropped with smiling the single which came out march 12th worldwide on all streaming platforms and you can uh the the simple swimmer deal is of course the simple swimmer album yeah the cd you know signed upon request like you get the fresh you know plastic wrapped fresh cd um and you can get the digital download of course and then you get the advanced swimmer which is the cd with this limited merch which is like the sticker the the pin like for for your backpack or for your jacket um and a tote bag for like a cloth uh tote bag for shopping because in europe especially everyone brings their own bags to go uh, for a purse or for shopping and the expert swimmer is all of that with the 12 songs for 12 friends cd mm-hmm. and the deep sea diver is all of that <laughs> with the 12 songs for 12 friends vinyl and poster everything signed with a handwritten letter so this whole big package and i've had a, a quite a bit of things i didn't expect like i have the list here on my wall and there's only one person who bought just the simple swimmer cd everyone else bought a bundle of some sort if not the advanced then the deep sea diver actually nice that's very cool man because that's awesome it helps me out a lot when they pre-order. It's great for me because uh, it also, you know, it builds up the sales on the um, on the universal coding. Like, you know, they track this UPC code. Mm. Oh, and also for those who prefer to buy things like online, the same way that you would buy anything, um, when the album drops in June, the album's also going to be ava- be available. You know, you can just go to Amazon.com and just see the Jordan Prince Simple Swimmer album, and you can buy it on Amazon. I still get a percentage of the money, and it ships to you if you prefer Amazon. You don't have to buy it from my website. But you don't have to buy it from Amazon. You know, you don't have to, and honestly, if you Rather buy it from buy me... It, buy, buy it from, yeah. directly from Jordan. Yeah, if you buy it from me, I get more money, and I ship it to you personally. So that's just your call. It's also going to be you available could, probably on could Saturn. get COVID from a surface that has been touched by Why would you the go, artist you yeah. buy an album from. <laughs> Why would you buy it from Amazon? They don't even allow you to have unions. Just buy it from me, you know? Yeah. Then you can get... This also going to be on, like, Zatuan, Saturn. Mm. It's going to be on Mediamarkt. Like, it's going to be officially, like, an online... You can just buy it like normal people. You can also buy it from me directly. When 20,000 people buy the basic bundle, we could say... We (laughs) could say you could offer something special, like, I don't know spraying your aftershave over every, every every delivery that's going out your door or something. Oh man. <laughs> I well, I'll tell you this, if I sell if I sell 1000 CDs, which I think these days isn't so entirely unrealistic. It was like 3 years ago, but if I sold 1000 records, I would do something very special. I would even take like a vote online and see like let people suggest things and then take like the top 10 things I like and then do a voting on those top 10 and um, then do the thing either like something I send to the people or something I do online or I do like a, you know, private like video thing. I would, uh, yeah, I would do something special. But regarding merch, have you thought about, also thought, I mean, hats are pretty cool. 
and I hats would, works, man, because it's I, like I would, my look, you know. I would die to would die to get one, and I you, you know I also love hats, but that's another thing. Um, <laughs> but besides that, have you uh, thought about anything crazy? I would say because like so, <laughs> I, I I don't want to diss your merch, but like um, it's, like a, it's a standard. And is 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 a it's the standard. pretty standard package. Of course, we had conversations with the label. We had conversations with um, with Guy, the designer, and with the label about what merch would fit this record. And, it, you know, honestly, it just all boils down to, um, you know, for what kind, like how special it is, how much it costs. Mm. And maybe that changes. I mean, I have some new income coming my way and maybe I can invest in like a very limited amount. The thing is it all has to be limited edition. It it would ha all have to be like under a hundred uh, copies of whatever we do. Hmm. Um, depending if it's more expensive to buy less or less expensive to buy more, like with CDs, for example, you buy more cause it's cheaper. But um, I, yeah, we thought about a few different things like this, like connecting to the theme of a simple swimmer. We thought mm -hmm. about like, You know everything did the every what about every kind of gear that you would need. <laughs> yeah, I, we didn't think about bathing. We didn't think about bathing suits, but that would be pretty cool. We, I mean, we thought about like um, lifeguard whistles, mm -hmm. and um, just for me because I love buying nice pens mm -hmm. to write with. We thought about like blue ink simple swimmer pens. Um. We thought about, um, like, I don't know, headbands, wristbands. It, some people suggested a few things Wristband. that just seemed too, too weird. Like, I would love to have, I would love to have, um, I don't know, like what a about, little keychain squirt gun or something. What about arm floats regarding the albums called Simple Swim? Like for, like for little kids, like yeah. floaties. <laughs> And you know... Uh, mm -hmm. You gotta, you gotta admit, a, a lot of a lot of people enjoying your work, <laughs> no matter the the if it's the, the music or the podcast or your radio show, whatever. Are people between I would say, let's say thirty and forty five, that may have already dropped the one or the other kid <laughs> into this world, and they could really use some nice looking Jordan Prince arm floats. <laughs> I should just make the floaty like my face and make the part where you blow in the air of <laughs> my mouth. <laughs> Have you ever kissed a fan? Not not personally, but technically you could say Technically yes. hundreds. <laughs> Do you know what um, I think what what a lot of people underestimate when it comes to merch, no matter if you if you do music or if you're a bar, a local bar or whatever? Good mm -hmm. lighters. I thought about I thought about lighters because lighters always also go a long way, and even people yeah. who I don't know neither smoke cigarettes or anything else pick up a, a lighter at some point in their life at a party or at some form of gathering whatsoever. Um, yeah, and it's I was thinking about yeah. you know these that these. <laughs> uh, We're not getting paid by them or anything. These big lighters, like these. Yeah, sure. They're like they're, the fat round. Yeah, and there are also tinier versions, like different sizes, and they're not that expensive, but they work, and they work for like I don't know a thousand times. They work forever. <laughs> yeah. And if you buy those in 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 large numbers, 
they're not that ex- expensive. And I think I still think yeah. I don't want to I want don't want to say you have to do that much. Of course not. But I still think it is a great idea and I um I also have like um uh uh a good big letter by a band or they rather would uh call themselves a sound collective kind of a uh, reggae dancehall thing what whatsoever but i still have it like i got this one and a half years ago at a show or something um and i still have it and i still use it and i still see this band's name every other day <laughs> yeah i mean it's it, a lighter is a really cool idea I thought about things that I would like to have in my pocket that I look at every day. I don't have lighters on me, but a lot of my friends do. And I thought that's a really good idea because like you said, they last forever. You have them around your house. Mm. You you borrow one to a friend. You steal them the at every party. Everyone steals yeah, you steal lighters them. at every party. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. And I thought about I on my um on my keychain here, because a musician's always prepared. I have the smallest, coolest little bottle opener. Yeah. And I mean, it's not as needed in America, I guess, but here in Europe, I mean, most of the things that you drink, even down to like sparkling water, is sometimes. Yeah, do in you a know why, why it's more needed in Europe than in, in America? <laughs> because, <Why? laughs> because here you're allowed to get absolutely hammered on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Well, <laughs> at least that's the same in New Orleans. I can at least say that. Um, but yeah, in most cities, yeah, you're right. There's like a, this this rule against it. But yeah, I have this little bottle opener keychain thing. It's small. It doesn't feel big on my keys at all. Mm. I use it all of the time, like <laughs> several days a week. I use it. And um, yeah, I thought maybe like a you know this is kind of round as well. And I thought maybe like a simple swimmer. I thought about using a design like this and having like a swimmer's arm mm-hmm. coming over the side into a wave, like swimming overhand. It could be like a simple swim. I don't know, but we talked about it. And I think socks are it- cool. If you have, if you, if you make good oh, socks, socks, just like, like we basic old hipsters wear them every day. These like Adidas, Nike, whatever, tennis kind of like sports socks, like in white or something. Um, yeah. That just fit well and are, and are pretty comfy. Um, yeah, and you can pretty easily play with 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 the design, etc. And I think th- those are also great merch. I think I'll put this out there right now that if I sell uh, a certain amount of of these pre-orders, where I get enough money beforehand before manufacturing starts, then I will introduce a new merch item, not including the hats. I think the hats are going to happen. But if I have enough of this pre, like, income from the from the merch, um, then I will consider like I'll, I'll put up an option on Instagram and Facebook and stuff. Uh, maybe we can even do a video together or something about uh, like a new merch item. We can do a vote, like yeah. lighters, socks, you know, hoodies, um, backpacks. Hoodies are also you know, great. If you if you if bottle you make- openers, lighters, yeah. If you don't put too much on them, hoodies are also great. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think I'll do like a like a new merch item, do a limited edition. That's and a say great like, call, okay, buddy. What about like you know like hey, you know we sold we sold X amount of records. I'm gonna print fifty. Blah blah blah. What you about that, that 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 that's a that's a great call, buddy. What about until our next episode, you try to figure out <laughs> and do the math 
what number that um should be or at what's number where you reach that point where that's possible and then um maybe we can kind of make a challenge out of it and probably you'll reach it <laughs> hopefully hopefully um Okay, we're at the very end of the recording here. Let's tell them why we met today. <laughs> I came finally. We played. This I came to good, your Jordan. <laughs> we did pretty good. It's man. a sad. We thing. killed an hour and a half. <laughs> oh, now I got the, now, now I got a perfect. It's a sad thing people could not see us through uh, throughout today's recording because this was huge fun to kind of always <laughs> push it further, <laughs> and that um, is a great keyword. Not being able to see us because that's the reason why we met today. There are some new possibilities, uh, first of all, for us working together on a project, with, with, which is great. Mm-hmm. And second, this project also kind of contains work at Alchifaz Immigrants that could, or hopefully will, you guys um, make... Uh, no, blah, blah. make you guys being able to see us. Damn, that's what I wanted to say. <laughs> would, would allow our listeners to see us, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, allow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically, I mean, there's so, you know, M94.5, the, the radio station that, that Mo works at that, that uh, distributes this uh, wonderful podcast, has created a new video podcasting studio within their headquarters and um not only will mo and i be trying to um work together on bringing artsy fartsy immigrants not only to you as an audio experience as usual but from now on maybe even as soon as next week we have to talk about it and see what happens of course no promises yet but pretty soon we will also be bringing artsy fartsy immigrants to a visual platform so if you're someone who likes to watch your podcasts um, on YouTube, for example, or you just want to see clips of us together on different social media platforms, then we're going to start doing that. And it's really, really exciting. We, yeah, we went besides, there today because... Go ahead. And besides, because I, I wouldn't make the, the strong argument for that um, with uh, being able to, to see <laughs> us too, but I had... In, I don't know. In, I don't in, know. In, 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 in my, as far as I remember it, I have so many, I had so many moments where we had super interesting guests that right. would have had something to show, actually. I remember Marco Mori. I remember Anna, the last episode. Like, right. Um, and that's something I, um, I'm really looking for because when we have guests, then we'll probably um, explore new ways and try to also show you and present to you what the guests we invite to a show actually do and what probably their their art looks like or um sounds like or whatsoever um right and being able to to use that uh the, that visual base to show you guys more and if by any right. if by any reason uh, you just enjoy seeing us having a conversation that's also great i mean i I watch a lot of podcasts. I enjoy watching myself talking. <laughs> I, I, I just really like myself. And I think I'm a pretty attractive guy. And I think I'm kind of funny. So. <laughs> no, but I watch a lot of podcasts that are just, you know, 
not even with a guest, but it's just nice I'm to like... I'm glad you said podcast, I because the internet was... I watch a lot of porn. Yeah, and, uh, it, it was there for like this <laughs> 0.5 second uh, delay after you said, I, I watch a lot of p podcasts. <laughs> Oh, and I was in my head. It was like when 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 it was gone for for this 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 moment of a second. Was like I hope he says podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're we're entering into the future. There could be porncasts very soon. <laughs> I'm sure they already exist. I'm sure they exist. Oh, porncasting couch. Oh, uh, porn cat. Porn cat. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. Anyway, we're going to start bringing video podcasting to artsy-fartsy immigrants, and it's very exciting, and even maybe as soon as our next one, because we have a, a great guest coming up for the next episode, uh, we might even be able to do it um, for you next week. Yes. So let's, you know, we'll, we'll keep in touch about that. If you have a question or anything, you can always write us, and um, my friend Mo, I think it's time to say goodbye. Yeah, I think so. So regarding next week, um, I think we, we can't be honest about that. We will definitely record the episode there at the new right. studio, but everything is brand new, and we're also trying to um, find a find a workflow with with uh, recording on the on video on the video level, etc. So we will definitely be there and record, and ideally there will be some video content afterwards. But worst case scenario is. You'll just get an audio episode like you're used to. Exactly. Exactly. So, as always, guys, thank you so much for listening. This has been such an ultimate pleasure to go on this roller coaster with you guys today. <laughs> and, you know, if you want to support the show, if you want to help us find new listeners like yourself, then you can always go to iTunes or Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to the show, and you can give us a rating, review, subscribe, a comment. Really boost this algorithm that everything works on today and it can really help new listeners find us uh, if you want to follow us and see what new episodes are going to look like or you can see updates about this video podcasting situation you can go to instagram follow us at artsy fartsy immigrants we're going to be posting everything from the video podcasting on there as well as we will soon be creating a youtube channel for the full episodes that we do make and you can, if you have a question or you are an artsy fartsy immigrant yourself, and you want to be a guest on the show, you can write us an email at podcast at m945.de. And if you'd like to support the show financially uh, for as low as $3 a month to support our creative process here, you can always go to patreon.com slash Jordan Prince to benefit us and support us on there otherwise guys this has been an ultimate pleasure i hope that you're not lizard people i love you very much and thank you very much for listening bye bye look at baby the saints are coming through man it's all over now baby blue artsy farts immigrants ein podcast von john prince und moritz batscheider Produziert für M94.5.